Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is everyone is hot i'm michael stevens and i'm shelly brooks each week we invite a guest to discuss their movie crush and the film that proves that person is a stealth sex symbol hey let's get horny hi michael hi shelly how you doing (laughs) i'm well thanks how are you i'm very well and oh. also, welcome to you, all our little sugar babies, sugar oh, things. Oh, hello, things. sugar things, sugar, sugar, sugar tits and taints, sugar tits and taints. Oh God! Yeah. Welcome, to look, everyone is hot. Welcome, to everyone is hot. You all look great today. Can I can I say that to you people? Yes, you're looking moisturized. You're looking hydrated. We thank you so much for getting plenty of sleep before coming and listening to everyone is hot. Now, Michael. We've got a really exciting guest this week, don't we? Oh, oh my God, do we? Um, you want to have... tell the folks a little bit about her? Let me tell you some stats. Um, <laughs> we have a writer and performer. You can see Ooh. some of her stuff on Click Hall, Reductress. Uh, she's working with the Sesame Workshop. Ooh. Ashley Glicken, everyone. Um, but you won't believe what she's planned to, to talk with us about today. Her special tell crush. Us about it, Michael. Oh my God! So we're talking about her special crush, Matthew Modine. <laughs> Jesus Christ! From the from the 1984 <laughs> film Birdie. Hooray! We're oh. all so excited! All oh of my us God! Here. Oh God! I oh this movie. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna rap a little bit about what it's about. Okay. Yeah. So 1984 film directed by Alan Parker, Birdie follows youthful best friends from Philadelphia, athletic, outgoing Al, played by Nicolas Cage, and fragile, bird-obsessed birdie, Matthew Modine. The two return from the Vietnam War with Al physically injured and birdie confined to a hospital, believing himself to actually be a bird. Oh my God, can you believe it? Ah, High concept, we love it. I love it. (laughs) Before we get into really talking about this, Michael, I think we've got 
a special guest who's going oh to join God. us. They call me oh. yeah. It's Dr. Drinkenstein, your good friend. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Oh, Michael, I'm so glad that you invited your good friend, cocktail specialist, Dr. Drinkenstein. I'm to so join excited. Us. You know, we all want to relax as we're getting into a conversation. We want to get loose. And Dr. Drinkenstein's yeah. going to help us out with that. He's so good at this. Oh, my God. We talked so much about the movie. We talked so much about drinks. We talked so much about life. And he mm. said, you know what? I'm going to be here on time. I'm going to show up. Yeah. Um, and but he's going to give know. us a custom cocktail that's going to be a perfect fit for the movie Birdie. I think uh, it's so cool of him. So nice of him to agree to come on. Oh, uh, my God. And like, yeah. And he sh- um, did, did you did you text him? Because I he yeah, 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 yeah. I texted yeah. him. I texted uh-huh. him. I sent him an email, sent him an invite. Um, he mm-hmm. checked off his availability, you know, and I was like, are you sure about this, Dr. Drinkenstein? And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm making the custom cocktails and, oh, you know, man. I will be, I will be on time. Um, uh, and, you know, I, I, I believed him. Okay. Um, uh, well, uh, he is not showing up just Oh, uh, he didn't. Yeah. Do you want to, do you oh, want to send him another text real quick just to I'll, I'll send him a note um uh okay, yeah if you could um yeah i'll send him a note it, it doesn't you've got mail accept- oh okay is that you I, I think that's me that's me that's me oh, okay i'm oh, sorry let me just click and clack over i'm gonna click yeah. and clack to see uh <laughs> yeah. what's up sorry guys oh. just for just want to check in and see where where he might be god okay okay this is from dr drinkenstein uh oh. <laughs> sorry um dear podcast hosts I was thrilled to be invited to your audio recording session to present a custom cocktail for the film Birdie, a drink inspired by the quite sensual kiss shared by Mr. Matthew Modine and his bird companion. I am very sorry that I will not be able to attend the recording, as my houseplants have recently gained sentience and need to be subdued. But please enjoy the cocktail recipe, and don't neglect to prune your plants. Yours, Dr. Drinkenstein. Um, <sighs> you know things come up so i i, I understand um that you know i get that but then if you can't do something don't say you can do something you yeah, know like like you know but sometimes sometimes it's just like it's like we're trying to do something here we're trying to put together like a like a film movie podcast and no no it's just don't don't get like too worked up about it i'm not getting worked up about it shelly but I, like are you on my side or are you on his side no, it's just you know that he does this. So, I mean, like, just you know I, what? I I don't. All right, I don't deserve this. I, I think that maybe maybe you take a minute to. Yeah, I'll take um, a minute. I'll take a minute, Shelley. Just just have a glass of water or something. Uh, but he did still, uh, dear listeners, include his recipe for this week's cocktail. So I'm gonna read that out for you all right now. It sounds really good, Michael. Just um. Yeah, you, you, you do that, Shelly. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, tied in with this week's movie, Birdie, uh, this cocktail is called the Petra's Kiss. Uh, so it calls for two ounces of violet simple syrup, a bar spoon of fresh grated ginger, a small palmful of cilantro and basil, two lime wedges, and club soda. So making violet simple syrup is easy. Start with a one-to-one ratio of stemmed violet flowers to tap water. 
Warm the water to a hot but not boiling temperature and pour over the violets, allowing them to steep for 24 hours. Strain the violets out and reheat the infused water to the same temperature as before. Dissolve the sugar into the hot water, again at a one-to-one -one ratio, stirring until the syrup forms. Now for the drink. Measure the violet simple syrup into a tall glass of your choosing and fill the glass with ice. Muddle together the lime wedges, herbs, and ginger in a mixing glass. Add chilled club soda, then finally strain the club soda solution into the prepared glass. If you made the violet simple syrup right, it should change color from blue to pink. Garnish with a lime wheel and, for an alcoholic adjustment, add gin, vodka, tequila, or shochu. That sounds really great. We're very excited to get this lovely recipe for Dr. Drinkenstein. He did have a PS on his note um, saying that you should follow his friend Lorenzo Londini on Patreon at Drinking for Artists or uh, on Instagram at Lorenzo Does Stuff. I don't know what their their deal is, like what their relationship is. I don't know what their deal is, is. yeah. Um, I, I mean, I'm sure they're just just friends okay yeah i'm sure they're friends wait it's really interesting that he didn't show up to plug his own friend um yeah, I, I just it's, wow <laughs> it's, it's fine it's, it's fine. fine we'll get over it it's fine we'll get you over know it. it's fine go ahead if you guys want to pause here go whip up a drink for yourself you can also check back on the everyone is hot instagram and we will have the recipe there for you later so michael let's move on yeah let's move on Start i think clean. we I, I think, you know, let's get back into the movie chat. Um, we've both paired our viewing of Birdie with two of our own films. And so we have, you know, I'm I'm still a little heated right now. Uh, but Shelly, I think let's keep things on a positive note. Let's start with the film that you watched. I think so. So the twist here is that we did not choose our films for ourselves. We chose them for each other. We did. We did. And I so, knew that. I know, which I, <laughs> I find that. very oh, yeah, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> you knew that yeah. uh so for what i watched michael chose for me the 1986 american fantasy drama film the boy who could fly which notably was directed by nick castle co-writer of escape from new york and the guy who played michael myers in halloween uh, <laughs> he also that. directed it is true. It is true. He's a director as well. He did like The Last Starfighter. He did Dennis the Menace. Oh, and he other did a classics. lot of great fucking movies. <laughs> he did some interesting stuff, but most notably, Michael Myers made this children's fantasy film. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. So so this is an interesting film that is uh, about, as the title would suggest, A Boy Who Can Fly. Uh, it's very 80s, right? I will say. It's, Straightforward. Uh... <laughs> Straightforward. What's this movie going to be about? There's a lot of family drama. There is a recently dead dad uh, who <laughs> there's a lot of convoluted stuff about him dying of cancer in quotes. And then it turns yep. out he killed himself because he did not want to burden his family. Uh, they throw that in <laughs> real last minute in a pretty <laughs> yeah. low key way where Louise Fletcher, who plays nurse ratchet in one flew over the cuckoo's nest plays an understanding uh, psychologist <laughs> who smiles as she tells a little girl admitting that her father committed suicide but everything's okay you're gonna be all right with her like cold blue eyes that you saw in cuckoo's nest oh it's god quite unsettling no one but in this movie, movie is, has any tact it's very strange it's very strange yeah because the movie is primarily about like this family moves to a new town they've got a neighbor kid who everyone, again, very tactlessly talks about him being autistic. Uh, and the one person who connects with him is the daughter who's moved in next door, who is in love with him and thinks maybe he could fly. And then everyone thinks she's 
crazy, but then he can. It's it's very it's an interesting movie. But yeah. we're not here to talk about uh, <laughs> plot machinations. We're here to talk about what made us horny in these movies. <laughs> and my choice. So we each are picking out one one stealth sex symbol from these movies that we want to talk about. And I want to po- talk about Janet motherfucking McLaughlin. Please do. Who plays the hottest gym coach I think I've ever seen. She is so fine. And she's got like a really interesting career. I was not familiar with her before this, but she, I believe, was on every TV show that ever happened between like the 60s and the 80s. Does yeah. that sound right, Michael? Yeah. yeah. She yeah. was on Star Trek. She was on like <laughs> a bunch of shit. She was on The Man from Uncle. Like, she was on. Oh <laughs> the mary tyler moore show she was on uh ironside she was on a lot of stuff uh she she's really interesting it's worth uh looking up her wikipedia giving it a scroll she was also on the golden girls she was on alias she was on the rockford files she worked with people like bill cosby <laughs> but also James Earl Jones and Maya Angelou and Morgan Freeman. She's got a fascinating career. She worked at the Guthrie Theater in Minneapolis, which is very impressive. So she's a woman of stage and screen, and she looks incredible in a tracksuit. Oh so check God. out Janet McLaughlin. Check out her work. She is very, very cool. Now, Michael, tell us about your movie. Oh, God. So Shelley recommended... Uh, the 1942 horror film uh, Cat People. Um, and, you know, I, I'm not going to get into the synopsis. You know, you, you can <laughs> you can Google it. Um, you know, it's, a, it's about a lady who, uh, whenever she gets horny, she turns into a cat. And so she turns into like a panther. And so in order to avoid turning into a panther, she tries not to get horny. Or like kiss anybody, or like fuck, or whatever. She doesn't do any of those things because she'll turn into a panther, and then I guess like lose control. I, and I, I very much enjoyed the movie. You know, it's got a lot of uh, white folks from the past. Um, <laughs> it's it's directed by uh, Jacques Turner. It's an RKO movie. Who you know they did King Kong, very fun. Produced um, by Val Luton, horror master. Yeah. Um, uh, Simone Simon is the lead. She's great. Simone Simon. Simon Simon. Is that, is that the... Simon Simon. C- and I like Simon, her little Simon. voice where she's like, Oh, darling, I promise I'm not going to turn into a panther tonight. Why would you think that I would do this, darling? <laughs> um, in my ancient village, they said if I get too horny, I'll turn into a big pussy cat. <laughs> And like, but I'm not the pussy. <laughs> I'm not the pussy. <laughs> I know you love a pussy, but the only pussy here is the one that you were lapping up last night, darling. <laughs> oh God, that's right. That's right. There's like mad infidelity and shit. Um, you know. Yeah. It's fucked. He's like, ah, I don't really love my wife. I love this other lady that I work with. Um, look, I am very into Jane Randolph because she's got a firm handshake. She's got a. Uh, she's- She's uh oh god, she's uh she's very fine. And you know, I watched this movie with the thought, like, who why did Shelly recommend this movie to me? <laughs> who am I gonna love in this movie? And uh uh my crush in this movie uh has probably like 
three lines of dialogue. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, her name is Teresa Harris. She plays a character named Minnie. Uh, what what were her lines? I wrote I wrote them down. She's a, <laughs> she is the only black person in this movie. Um, oh my goodness! Don't nobody like chicken gumbo? Was <laughs> was one of her lines. Um, uh, there are a couple of other lines that I, I like. I'm just gonna deviate for a second. Uh, mm-hmm. You want to know how to spell my name? You're gonna write me a letter. Um, and uh, best wishes for your marriage. Um. <laughs> I wish people said things like that more often, but um, I like it. And I really like the woman who plays Jane Randolph. She's Alice. She's the firm handshake lady. Yeah. Uh, do we think that she's coded as a lesbian because she has a firm handshake? And after they see the Panther, she goes, I'm all right. And then stands. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's probably a lesbian. In this movie. <laughs> all right. I still like boys. God. Uh, I'm not scared. I eat pussy all the time. <laughs> Nothing frightens me. <laughs> yeah, no, yours pick was really good. Teresa Harris was great. And as we were saying before we started recording, uh, when you were talking about her career, I thought, hey, she sounds a lot like the play, by the way, Meet Vera Stark by Lynn Nottage. And it turns out that play is based on her life. So what is, uh, this play is about uh, a lady who plays, I haven't seen it, but it's a lady who plays the background black lady in like everything. Yeah. Cool. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. It just like spans like her life from like I think the thirties to like the seventies and like in the seventies she's on a talk show and like doesn't give a fuck anymore. I'm like I'm uh, Merrily We Go to Hell, Cat People, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, like she, she really was, a... was in everything. The women, like she Everything. Yeah. Fucking Horse everything. feathers. She was in with the fucking Marx brothers. God. She did it all. It's wild. I know. Oh, so good God. pick, Michael. This is good. Yeah, she was she was great. I loved her line delivery. I was like, oh, she she's kind of she's like naturalistic and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like a normal person. I was like, oh, this is cool. She's like not in a movie. She's like in a or in a in a movie made in a different year. Oh. Yeah, and she's one of those like old Hollywood bummers where you're like, this woman is so fucking hot that like if Hollywood in the world was not so fucking racist, then she would be a huge star because she yeah. is like gorgeous. She's. Yeah. Dumb, She's dumb, good. beautiful. Yeah. Dumb, beautiful. We have already said that maybe we have to do an entire episode on this woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So look out, guys. It could, it could happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Believe. anyway, we've got our crushes down. Michael, I think it's time to bring on the main event. All right. So we are going to be talking with Ashley Glicken about the movie Birdie, which features this week's stealth sex symbol, Matthew Modine. Mm-hmm. But first, I want to I want to get us ready for this mm-hmm. with a little game we like to call the quote game. So, uh without further ado, <laughs> I would like to introduce our guests and explain the rules to them. Uh Ashley Glicken, are you still here? I am. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Thanks for sticking around. Ashley, yeah, yeah. How are you how are you doing? I'm great. Good. <laughs> are you feeling horny? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Thank God. That is yeah, the most important I mean, thing. I Yeah, I ate a dozen oysters and asparagus <laughs> and all the aphrodisiac foods before logging on. So I am I am is ready. Is asparagus to... an aphrodisiac? Yes, it is. I thought it just made your fist smell. <laughs> hey. Hey. But if that's what you're into, no shade. Who hey, does I mean 
the body is a wonderland. <laughs> yeah, you know, I like it. So everyone, break out your oysters, break out your asparagus. <laughs> Get ready to have some horny, smelly, pissed fun. <laughs> so, be- um, so before we talk about uh, Birdie, I want to play the quote game. And I'm going to mm-hmm. explain the rules. Okay. It's the sexiest reads of the least sexy lines from the movie Birdie. <laughs> so mm. I'm gonna say them to you. I'm gonna say them to you. And you're gonna say them back to me in the sexiest possible way. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Give me a second to copy paste the lines <laughs> and put them in the chat. <laughs> so the first line is the reason you couldn't fly, Al, is you don't believe you could fly. Who would like to go first? Actually, I think I think we'll have you. We'll have yeah. you go first. Have you go Ladies first. first. Well, that's yeah. counterintuitive. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll have the guest. Yeah. <laughs> this is how we do things here. Hey. You're on the I spot, mean, babe. Yeah. Throw throw her into the deep end. All right. So let me just get into um, my deepest horny <laughs> mindset. <laughs> the reason you couldn't fly, Al, is you don't believe you could fly. Mm. Holy shit. That's good. That's good. That's good. Shelly, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? <sighs> like Ashley, I need to get ready. Need to get into a horny mindset. I am rubbing my nipples. Mm-hmm. I am eating an oyster. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm. The reason you couldn't. <laughs> the reason you couldn't fly, Al, is you don't believe you could fly. Mm. Are you hard yet? <laughs> this is a tough one. I had a feeling you would go with Anjanu, so I kind of went with like, I'm a baby. <laughs> oh, God. Sexy little baby. I think baby I've ever seen, dude. I, I, I think that goes to, that goes to Ashley. I think Ashley won <laughs> the first one. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I got it. Right. Congratulations, Ashley. Thank you. You know, winner's luck. We got got this. We got a second round. Okay, we got two more rounds of this. So, uh, all right, I'm going to read the line to you. Okay? Mm -hmm. They're just like on a cow, but in a more stupid place. Mm. All right. So, uh, let's try things differently in this round. Shelly, uh, you're up first. Okay. Okay. They're just like on a cow, but in a more stupid place. <sighs> Holy shit. <laughs> Something like Damn. that. Damn. Oh, wow, that's pretty good. <laughs> um, okay, Ashley. Uh, wow. Um... How am I going to top that? I don't know. I... Whoa. Wild. All right. Hold on. 
Don't be intimidated. <laughs> I don't know how I could judge this. This is wild. They're just like on a cow, but in a more stupid place. Holy shit, this is going to be a tough one. I am wet. I am I am slipping and sliding all over the place I, over here. I slipped slid right out of my chair. Holy <laughs> shit. Maybe. I feel like a goddamn water park over here. God damn. <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, look, I got to... I gotta give this one to. I gotta give this. Oh god, fuck! I gotta give this one to Shelly. I, I gotta. Yes. Uh, I, I guess it's like I, I stupidity definitely. You know, like the dumber vo- the oh, god. <laughs> All right, we gotta do okay. a tiebreaker. <laughs> we gotta do a tiebreaker. Third, third line. This is this is for all the the coins. This is for all the gumbo in the pot. All right. Um, <laughs> chicken gumbo. All the chicken gumbo in the pot. Um, don't nobody like it anymore. Don't nobody like it, but <laughs> I, I do. Um, all right. Al, sometimes you're so full of shit. So, Ashley, we'll let you take this one first. All right. All right. Al? <laughs> sometimes? Hot dog. Hot damn. <laughs> Holy shit. Slipping and sliding, baby. Slipping and a sliding. Ripping and a riding. I am slick. <laughs> Shelly, I don't if I did that if I if I did that right, you didn't understand one word I said. <laughs> I, I you you transform the line, Ashley. Holy shit! <laughs> the intention. Oh god, I I just love the creativity that our guests have on this mm. show. Can I just I say? Know. Uh, that wasn't a phrase. It was it was a it was a phrase of music. It was it uh, a sentence. Oh my god, gorgeous. Okay, this is gonna be tough. It's gonna be hard, Shelly. It's gonna be hard. Or it might not be. Hmm. Or you might be hard. All right, or I, <laughs> or I might not be. I'm going to do this as a work of homage to Simon Simon and the cat people. Ah, sometimes you're so full of shit. That's hmm. pretty hot. Thank you. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you, Shelley. I'm not gonna lie to you, mm. Shelley. Uh, did it? Didn't do it for me. Didn't do it for me. I can um, feel it. 6.5 I, I, I would say you know um i i just it felt like you, a, know, you we were, just went out there we did our best you did your best but, but yeah played hard so i'm sorry I, I came to a knife fight with a bazooka <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's pretty clear who the champion the champion of this uh this round is this quote game is uh ashley looking everybody oh god Holy shit. Thank you. I'm uh, honored. It was a hell of a fight. Oh, God. <laughs> I couldn't uh, be prouder to lose to a better opponent. Oh, God. Thank you. Any, any like, words of, before we get into talking about Birdie, just any words of wisdom for our listeners about, you know. Yeah, being, or for me. Yeah. Next time yeah. I play. Especially about being for, hot. About being, yeah, being be hot. hot. Being hot and, and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you. It's all <laughs> nasal. <laughs> 
<laughs> they might convince you that uh, other holes are more important, but the only two holes that matter are in your nose, baby. Oh, I love that. That's good. That's good. Uh, oh, interesting. Forget those other holes. Uh, right up here, baby. That's where it uh-huh. is. Yeah. Did I yeah. Oh my God. do that? Oh my God. Your nipples are rock hard. Damn. <laughs> well, these were some excellent quotes. Michael, yeah. you were a great judge. Thank uh, you so much for your beautiful work. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, but let's get into Birdie, this weird fucking movie. (laughs) This weird fucking movie. (laughs) Now, Ashley, where did you first come across this movie? I'm imagining you as like a child watching it like on cable. (laughs) I mean, that's not too far off. It's um, (laughs) it was uh, me in high school Mm -hmm. uh, watching it on uh, either the IFC channel or the Sundance channel, which was brand new to the DirecTV package my parents had gotten. And I Go was, mom and dad. You know, I was a lonely kid, so I watched a lot of those channels. Yeah, same, same. same. Yeah. Yeah. Lonely yeah. kids, lonely kids, lonely kids. kids. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, that, and I, it, it was, um, you know, like many sh- movies you watch in your youth. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it makes you horny, it just hits you like a lightning rod, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> not, a, not a lightning bolt, a lightning rod. Lightning rod, yeah. It's got to be a rod, baby. <laughs> <laughs> got to have that rod. <laughs> so would you say that Matthew Modine in this movie really kind of set the mold for your type? Uh, um, yes and no. Okay. I'd say that the the main thing that he has shared with any... Um, anyone I've ever found remotely attractive is mm-hmm. uh, passion mm. and um, <sighs> being passionate about something is yeah. uh, to me the sexiest trait. Oh, that's very sweet. Well, when Not you're watching sweet. as a team, <laughs> if you think about it long enough, it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> Uh, there are all different sorts of passion, you know, it's important. Mm, yeah. But you know, when you were a teen watching this, were mm-hmm. you like intellectualizing in this way of like I like passion like or was there something more immediate that like made your giny tickle? Oh, well, I mean, there is some not so subtle uh <laughs> gay <laughs> undertones oh, yeah. to this. Movie. Right. Yeah, yeah, I was oh god, I was hoping we would get into that. Oh. Yeah, no, Ugh. I mean, there is a very overt um <laughs> gay coding in this film sure um and there is i think i told michael this but there is like a scene where they're both dressed up in like pigeon suits it's <laughs> oh. it's it's like it's such a good scene holy moly and they're like on the roof of some old building trying to like uh-huh. get some birds <laughs> not to kill them to um befriend them Take a moment and kiss them on their little mouths. Yeah, and Matthew Modine slips and he falls, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know Nicholas Cage tries to catch him, and and he falls, and then he rushes down to see his friend who fell into like a um, sand pit and holds him in a way that is, <laughs> it's like the most beautiful. He just cradles Matthew. Yeah. They're both in these bird suits, and he's cradling <laughs> Matthew Modine, just like and saying, like, I don't know what would I would ever do if anything happened to you. And it's just like the most 
erotic thing. Yep. <laughs> that like there's a lot of cradling. Ashley. Yeah. Has ever seen. Well, you mentioned the bird suit part specifically. Did it also make you a furry? No. <laughs> Unfortunate. But like, here's the thing. Uh, I'm in a wheelchair, and I have absolutely no idea how I would wheel <laughs> wheel my wheelchair in a furry suit. <laughs> Unfortunately, the ADA hasn't come that far. <laughs> it is time for the furry community to recognize the ADA. Yeah, yeah, you guys are you guys are are falling way behind. Shameful. Shameful. When will we have mascot costumes that are adaptable, yeah. people? That's the reason furries are canceled. <laughs> Get on Twitter, guys. You heard it here first. Uh, furry party is over. Oh, over. God. Okay, so interesting. And like, was there? And I mean, you definitely see a lot of Modine ass in this movie. Yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, which is always thrilling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and definitely, as a kid, I think I was very. Uh, and this kind of goes along with his passion and his obsession. Somebody mm-hmm. who like truly does not care what other people think about him, does not mm-hmm. care even about his own nudity. Like <laughs> it's such a. It's just like okay, I'm going to be naked now. <laughs> yeah. My birds are around. <laughs> I got to get naked. Yeah, he's he's like the birds. Oh, God. Yeah, he's like I, a bird. He sleeps with the birds. He, <laughs> did you get equally excited as I think that Ashley and I got, Michael, as a teen seeing boy butt on screen? Uh, Yeah, hell yeah. And it was so confusing to me because I was like, I'm a straight. <laughs> I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, Surprise. I'm, I'm straight i oh, i can't tell you how much fucking oz i watched like there's a lot of there's a lot of nudity on oz uh and, <laughs> and some of it is you know some of it is not the best kind but some of it is the best kind um yeah, uh, yeah. christopher maloney and like uh oh god like hmm. it's hot and it's he's got real- that dump truck He's got a he's got a thick old ass. <laughs> he's a thick, powerful old ass. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, I believe that I've sent this to you maybe multiple times, Michael. I will need to send it to you as well, Ashley. There's a movie uh-huh. called The Men's Club that I okay. am very passionate about. <laughs> that is absolutely insane. And the greatest scene is Harvey Keitel naked with Uh-oh. this woman. Uh, oh, wow. and you sold me. She's like, you guys are always doing the same thing. And he goes, I'm not masturbating. <laughs> I love that you see full ass. Was she like, you guys are always doing this thing? <laughs> Is that what she did? Yeah, it was incredibly, incredibly nasal. Um, uh, incredibly sexy. Yeah. I'm not uh, masturbating. Uh, I've got some. I've got some. Just a side note. I've got some full on. Um, like, there's something about Mary hair going on right now. <laughs> did you use the same products? <laughs> It's just I gotta I gotta say that something's going on with the front of my hair. It's, it's a good look. I, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. It's, it's very retro. Um, but yeah, his ass is not. Um, it's not a you know. It's not powerful. It's understated. It's gentle. Oh yeah. It's feminine, and he's coded very feminine in this film. Oh um, yeah. And like asexual. Yeah, absolutely, but. Also not asexual because he's clearly mm. sexually attracted to birds. Not not asexual at all, I would say. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like like yeah, very yeah. yeah. 
Like, absolutely not. The guy, he, I mean, he basically on prom night loses his virginity to, to a bunch of birds. An orgy, true. like, yeah. <laughs> jumping into the deep An end. Orgy. Yeah. And they're not subtle about it either. Like, he's no. in the car and a woman, like, whips out her tits and is like, yeah. on them. And he, like, bounces the bottoms of them. And is like, oh. It's such a good moment. It's it, such a good moment. Oh, he really God. just absolutely desexualizes tits <laughs> in one fell swoop. Uh, bird, pun intended. <laughs> I found it very relatable in the earlier scene where he is like, boobs are just mammary glands. Like, what do women do with them? They're just flopping around. They're getting in the way. And I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I also enjoyed, I wrote down Nicholas Cage's yep. response to that, <laughs> which is my favorite thing. So they're, they're running on the beach. Birdie is, of uh, course, flapping his arms like a bird and saying he doesn't care about mammary yeah, glands. Yeah, this is right it. after Nicolas Cage and this woman were fucking right in front of Birdie and another yeah. girl, like yeah. not two feet from them. Yeah. So That's what you Nic do with friends. Yeah, I, exactly. That's how you uh, do your bros. Yo, yeah. I fucking remember being the Birdie to all my friends getting laid, <laughs> making out back in high school. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not going to name any names, but I'm very proud of my friends. Uh. <laughs> You're so supportive. <laughs> You're like in back with like a foam finger, like, you got it. <laughs> yeah. Use protection. <laughs> Hell yeah. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> Relax. Do it like this. Put it inside her. <laughs> Relax, buddy. Relax. Relax. <laughs> She doesn't know what she's doing either. You're good. <laughs> oh, amazing. Oh, man. Yeah, so I did enjoy, uh, we're talking tits here. Yeah, Big we're tits. talking tits here. Fleshy tits, round tits, full tits. <laughs> yeah, he, he covers them all. <laughs> he, it, all the tits. And I love a declarative cage statement. Like, what's the thing in uh, Moonstruck where he's like, I lost my hand. Oh, God. Pride. I love it. Oh, I love it. I like, I honestly, I kind of hate subtlety. Same. I just want, I just want to hear somebody say something right. that they believe in. And this movie is full of it. Oh, absolutely. You're never like guessing, like, what's the subtext? Yeah, <laughs> You're no, like, oh, it's... they'll let me know. I want to yeah. fuck birds. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I don't want to like keep moving away from Matthew Modine. Obviously, he is our focal crush here. But I got to say, oh, yeah. I am famously horny for Nicolas Cage. I mean, Nicolas Cage, Cage. I mean, he is absolutely, I mean, but he is your leading man, kind of, yeah. even though they yeah. subvert that as well. Oh, um, yeah. They subvert, <laughs> yes. they subvert some great stuff in this film. I yeah. love it. Yeah. He's extremely sensitive. I mean, they meet because yeah. he, um, he goes to birdie to kick his ass you know <laughs> um because he thinks that he stole something from his brother and it turns mm. out it was a miscommunication and immediately you see ah nicholas cage it's not about masculinity it's about oh, yeah it's about faithfulness yeah mm -hmm. to the people you love yeah. and that also made ashley glicken <laughs> at 16 <laughs> very horny yeah slick I, as hell baby. oh my god i guess like yeah the men in this movie uh or the young men in this movie do have an odd amount of integrity 
for mm-hmm. like 80s yeah. male leads <laughs> um, oh yeah it's like this is happening around like porkies and shit like that like <laughs> Yeah. Like Revenge like, of the Nerds, like, yeah. like ah, and, the, and the boy who could, and the yeah. boy who could fly, and the boy yeah. who could fly. <laughs> oh yeah, like very predatory shit going on in the the boy who yeah. could fly. Um, but there's a sweetness to to <laughs> these boys. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, God, fuck. I uh, boy who could fly. This is a digression, <laughs> but we all watched it yesterday, so I, I just yes, wanted to, I just wanted to cite this, Fred Savage. <laughs> Fred Savage sprays his bullies with piss. Yeah. To defend himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Against a, a bully who named his dog Hitler. Hitler. <laughs> and he says, heal Hitler as his first it is, line. It is heal so Hitler. good. It is so good. All right. All right like, like it's, uh, it's subtle writing, you know? Uh, yeah. So you want to be in the fucking writer's room. It's like, all right, so we got to we gotta give him a bully. We got to give him a bully. How are we going to know that we hate this bully? Uh, I don't know. Why don't we give him a big, mean dog? Like a, like a big, mean dog named after uh, Hitler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if we called him uh, Hitler? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good a shortcut, you know? Terrible. Yeah, <laughs> it's a yeah. good shortcut. It's a we good could call shortcut. the dog, uh, I don't know, Pol Pot? No, no, no. It's not, not good enough. No, no, no. Solid? No, 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 no. Who's that? Uh, Hitler. Yeah, no, that made me scream laughing. <laughs> what, what if we gave him three dogs named the KKK? How about that? Holy <laughs> 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 moly. Jeez Louise. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a, a lot of subtlety in the voice. <laughs> I also love the recurring thing of the little girl like looking into her mirror and him being in the window behind her. And the first time they do it, there's like a horror movie sting as it's happening. It's like, hee, 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 hee. Yeah, because like, it's is terrifying. This girl gonna get murdered. <laughs> It's like, no, she's going to fall in love with him. Yeah. <laughs> and kiss yeah. him on the mouth. Oh, God. <laughs> Even though she knows. Oh, boy. Mm. Uh, ah! Even though she's also fucked up because it's like, this boy has given no indication that he wants to, like, kiss her. <laughs> exactly. Like, literally. It's like, it's an incredibly bizarre movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's really. The early scene. Well, first of all, let's go back to her little friend from the neighborhood who is, I guess, supposed to be, like, 15, but they play her, like. The chicks on as- the facts of life. Yep. Yeah, she's like a stereotype of like a forty-five-year-old woman. I know it's great. (laughs) I love at the end when they're flying, and she's like, "You look great! You look great! Look at you! (laughs) It's so good! It's so good! It's so good! It is in. It's not like, oh my god, you're flying! It's ah, you look great. Have you lost weight? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. In the part where she talked, the girl's like, my dad died of cancer. And then she's like, oh, oh my yeah. grandma died of cancer. She lost 300 pounds. She looked great when she died. <laughs> it's like, there's we need... Some Jew- there's some Jewish coding there as well. Oh, god. You think? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, there's some, you know, there's a lot going on in a, in a movie where they name it Dog Hitler. Oh god. <laughs> there's... There's one black there's one black kid in the neighborhood there's in this one. movie too. Yep. It's exciting. Hey, that's, that's exciting, <laughs> exciting. for me. <laughs> but you know that's one more black that's one more black character than there is, or two more black characters than there uh, uh, is in Birdie. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Birdie has a grand total of zero black. Wait 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 wait. There's there were black there was uh, a black couple at the dance. 
Yeah, I was going to say slow down because Michael will know. Oh, gosh. At the dance. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Cancel me. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's okay. Hashtag Ashley is over party. It's okay. It's okay. I I thought about uh, the um, number of black people because uh, it's like really confusing. The time period is like really confusing in Birdie. Yeah. Uh, Mm. And so I'm like, it's a confusing time in American history. And so like seeing the black people, I was just like, are they safe? I know. It's like, is this like? I don't know what's going on in Philadelphia during the 50s, 60s, 70s. Yeah, which whichever. Yeah, I guess like 60s. I'm like it's South the Philly 60s in the 60s. It, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> not yeah, feeling it's... good about that. Yeah, you know, but I... also we got some interesting women characters, right? Yeah, it's really well developed. <laughs> I mean, I really relate to the chick who had her her tit slapped <laughs> in that one scene. <laughs> uh, because in an earlier scene, she's just listening to Matthew Modine talk about flight. And uh, again, he's being very passionate. She is just like, like, that's me when I was 16. Yeah. Just like, lapping it oh up. my God. Like, uh, this is, for, this is like the height of, of, of sexualness <laughs> for, for me. Um, I love it. But he's also a character I think that I would have been really horny for as a teen and especially the Nicolas Cage character as a teen because my whole thing then was like, I can fix them. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'll make them better. (laughs) They won't be so sad because we'll I'll fuck the sad out of them. God, I don't want to oh. fix them. I want no. them to be fucked up with no, me. That'll that'll <laughs> you see that's that kind of behavior will get your tits slapped and it'll get out yeah. of the and fuck, fuck a bunch of birds. Okay, all right. <laughs> I will say I love. Oh my god! I think part of what's so attractive about these guys is like, I love an actor's like very like specific physicality. That's always like very hot to me. And like yeah. the opening shot is like of Matthew Modine's feet with like his toes crossed. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this man's committed. <laughs> yeah. No. Everyone. I mean, they're 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 both very good actors. This is it's a well acted yeah. movie. <laughs> Um, it, I think it would have been very easy to go way over the top with this one, and miraculously mm-hmm. they don't. Um, <laughs> there except are a couple for of Vietnam, <laughs> except for the yeah. Vietnam scenes, I'd say the Vietnam sub uh, like storyline is the weakest. Mm. Part oh, absolutely. Of the movie. Um, it's unnecessary. I, it's mm. it, it, you know everything leading up to it about their childhood is like the meat of that story, mm-hmm. and just like like looking at a, a progressive healthy-ish friendship mm-hmm. between two men in mm-hmm. the 1960s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say, though, I got both in this watch um, hmm, sad and horny. Yeah. <laughs> the evolution of, like, Nick Cage's physicality. Because in that early scene where he first meets Birdie, he, like, walks by a car with his, like, big, strong, young arms. And he, like, yeah. hits the mirror on a car. And he, like, looks at himself real quick before he, like, oh, goes yeah. up to Birdie. <laughs> and yeah. then by the end, he's got, like, his face all wrapped up. And he's, yeah. like, with the nurse. And he, like, the way he paws at her tit, uh, like, yeah. very gently. And is like, I'm sorry. I just haven't touched a woman in a really long time. I know. It's weird. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm not entirely sure if... I understand the point of that scene. So that's a that's a writer's room. I don't know about room. the point, but I was like, "Paul, my tip, please." Uh. I feel like that was an addition to be like, we gotta make sure the audience knows they're not gay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's that's the writer's room brainstorming. Uh, 
We don't have time for a sex scene. We don't have. All right, but what if you just, just, just gently, pull, gently grab, gently rubs the tit. tit. Just pause the tit like a cat. You know. Uh, yeah. I love that the process of this film is transformed. That there's like a big writer's room of like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like New a massive like, writer's room. Yeah. Of it's guys huge. cocaine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh... <laughs> That's how this but movie there, came about, right? But there's also this scene where like the psychiatrist is interrogating Nicolas Cage about their relationship. Yeah. And he talks and they they very overtly kind of early on it's like, no, we weren't gay or nothing. But he says yeah. it's so dead and so flat where you're like, <laughs> right. come on. He's like, like okay. if that it's like oh, if what you're saying is were we gay? No, we weren't gay or nothing. That's not what we were about. <laughs> And it's like it's so it's like so it's like such a throwaway of just like I I don't I don't believe you. Wait, yeah. is it's saying it's, it phonetically? Is that's not what we were about? A line from the movie or just a a, a riff? Because that may have been a. I think I think uh, I, I, know I think it, it might have been uh, something like that. It the, was something like. It was nothing like that, or it was, yeah. But... I am, I am thoroughly amused by the concept of someone being like, "Oh no, I'm not about that. That's being gay. That's that's not what we're about. We're about being straight right about that life and watching my friends have sex with their girlfriends." <laughs> like, I know. Oh, speaking of when, oh, when he watches them have sex. The girl who is with him is like, this guy's so weird. And you're like, oh, okay, he's just gentle. But then he like fully like looks over at them fucking and like looks at them like a little too intensely. And you're like, oh. <laughs> nah, <laughs> baby. <laughs> I am weird. <laughs> and I like this. <laughs> what are you talking about? Hmm? <laughs> oh, he God. is liking it. I feel I actually, like Matthew Modine was like the perfect like soft boy of the eighties. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing I was gonna say. He's like a perfect prototype for like the soft boy. Oh yeah. I um tall, skinny, that tall, haircut. skinny, like you know, like he's just like a demure white boy who <laughs> with know, a remarkably high voice. <laughs> yeah. With a who cuts a very handsome profile. Like he's not a mm-hmm. ugly man by No, any he's he's beautiful. Means. Um <laughs> He's just sensitive. I um, I have a question that that, that diverges a little bit, um, but I did want to ask it to to both of you. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think? And I don't know, because it takes place in Philadelphia. Do you think this takes place in the same universe as uh, Rocky and Fences, <laughs> and that there's like a Philadelphia shared universe? Where all these sensitive people are sort of operating, um, and they might run into each oh. other in a in a crossover. Oh, I you like answer this. First. You answer first, Shelley. Uh, hmm. I could see Rocky and uh, Young Al scrapping at some point. Oh man, and then they be, both oof. go home and like cry. <laughs> like I didn't even want to do that. <laughs> I definitely think they share the same universe in that. Men, for as long as we've been around, and especially Philadelphia in the 60s, <laughs> have been smothering their femininity <laughs> <laughs> and their sensitivity in a guise of masculinity that is breaking everyone's spirit. <laughs> <laughs> so yep. in that sense, yes, 
yes, but in every other sense, no. Oh, uh, so oh, never mind. I so you don't think there's gonna be a a crossover reboot where we see uh, all these all these guys in like a group therapy uh, <laughs> the, the Philly sensitive masculinity extended universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm guessing off the dome. No one listening to this podcast has seen Birdie. <laughs> so I'd be surprised if they were like, let's read. Oh, you know what? They're rebooting everything these days. Exactly. Yeah. You never know. Look, I'm trying to get ahead of the game. You can't get a movie made if it's not a movie that was already made and if it's mm-hmm. not a part of a shared universe. So why don't we just mm-hmm. throw a bunch of the toys in the same toy box and then sell it to people? And it's like, hey, here's... The Birdie Rocky Fences reboot, uh, where we talk yeah. about race boxing, Vietnam War, uh, fucking birds. Um, I think it's a good in idea. In America, baby. In America. <laughs> well, I yeah. personally can't wait to get my Birdie action figure. Oh, oh God. Me thank, too. thank you, ladies, so much for entertaining my very intelligent question. <laughs> hey. Yeah. I do like this theory, though, that like every film that takes place in the same city is like in an extended universe, because I guess technically it's true. Yeah. I mean, like, it is because we yeah. all live in the same universe. <laughs> yeah, because we do live in the literal same universe. <laughs> and we share the same history, uh, albeit from different perspectives. Yeah. So, I mean, Annie Hall and Taxi Driver, they are in an extended universe <laughs> together. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. These are the movies that I want to see. <laughs> These are the 10 oh episode shows I want. <laughs> yeah, the, the episode of <laughs> the movie of uh, Taxi Driver meets Annie Hall where <laughs> Alvy Singer gets mugged by <laughs> Travis Bickle and shot dead in an alley. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <It'd> be great. <laughs> I would love if there is a cameo somewhere in Annie Hall where Travis Bickle is their taxi driver as they go to wa- watch a Bergman movie. Ay, ay, ay. You know? <laughs> oh, Lord. And like was Birdie your like first crush, do you think? Or where like can you remember like deep in the recesses of childhood? It's very easy for me to recall the first the the moment of my sexual awakening. I can tell you. Uh, oh yeah. It, it's dumb. Um but also not dumb. Not dumb. So no. uh, so leave me alone. <laughs> it it has to do with a terrible children's movie that was played repeatedly on Disney Channel. Of course. Uh, called Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. <gasps> Is that the girl on the horse? Yeah. Yes. Oh yep. my God. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I won't spoil it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's only like uh, 30 years old. <laughs> it's only 30 years old. Uh, because the plot honestly doesn't really matter. But there is a scene. So she's mm. a horse rider, a horse mm. jumper in the 1920s during the Great Depre- or 1930s during the Great Depression, um, and she's uh, part of this kind of like traveling show of horse jumping. And the son of the man who owns this company, played by the guy from Sixteen Candles, um, oh. what's his name? Jake Ryan. Uh- Maybe the 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 character that uh, Molly Ringwald's obsessed with, Jake Ryan. So it's this. That's the actor, Mm -hmm. Um, and she's like kind of young and like clearly into him, but like he has this other girl and blah blah blah. But they go um, swimming in like the creek, and (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, it's old times because it's the crick. It's the old times. It's the old times. It's the crick. They're like in a they're in a boat and they're like messing around because we didn't have iPads. Okay. <laughs> Back when kids would just fuck each other in the crick. <laughs> and they like fall out and they're like, wow, mama. But he does this thing. And it, this was the moment I was like, holy shit. Um, he like kisses her forehead, then he kisses her cheek, then he kisses her eye, and then they kiss on the lips. And it's like the build, the build, oh. but like the intensity and the sweetness of it. And like, oh yeah, it was, it was um, a revelatory moment for me. I was like, holy shit. Oh my God. Yeah, the Disney Channel is on. You're like humping the arm of the couch. I know, <laughs> and I rewatched. I rewatched it recently because I was like, "What was it about this scene?" And it's played up far more corny. There's like a swelling orchestra <laughs> in the back. And yeah. Did I just say orchestra? Orchestra. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, orchestra. <laughs> she. Okay, the orchestra. Okay, it's orchestra. Uh, yeah. You're continental. Like it's, it's cheesy. It's definitely not exactly how I remember it. But it it like that build up that sweetness that tenderness that was my moment. That was my moment. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I was big on that girl. I didn't know that I was bi until like much later. Mm-hmm. But I had I don't think I can go back and watch any of the kid like kids movies that I really loved when I was like little little because uh-huh. I was so into her and I was into like every '90s girl who had like a flannel tied around her waist or like open over a t-shirt in like a backwards baseball cap. Yeah. Uh, at the time I was like, I just want to like look like those girls. I just think they're like really cool. And I just think that I like really want to dress like them. And now I'm like, yeah, oh, got it. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. And, and she later went on to be in the TBS show burn notice. <laughs> really? uh, yeah. Post Meghan Markle, anyone who's in a show like that, I'm like, they could yeah. be royalty one day. They could be, oh God. <laughs> if you're on a USA show, then like, yeah. the world is your oyster. <laughs> exactly. But um, that was that was my sexual awakening. If uh, oh, that's if we're a gonna good one. describe it as that as such. Yeah, yeah, I like it because you know that's a very soft moment. Yeah, you got your nice soft boy Matthew Modine. Yeah, <laughs> floppy '80s hair. Yeah, <laughs> and he thinks he, and he thinks he's a bird. And he thinks it's a bird, which is so hot. <laughs> it's, it's hot. It's hot. I mean, anything that has it's to do hot. with, like, uh, I mean, you know, any movie that deals with uh, marginalized identities yeah. and and those who believe or know themselves to be different in a mm-hmm. society that wants you to not be different, you know, yeah. it's, not, it's not rocket science, you know? <laughs> sure. It's, uh, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's frankly universal, but we don't want to admit it. Absolutely. No, I agree. Matthew Modine, very attractive in this movie. Yeah. Of course, Nick Cage has my heart. I mean, he is how sexy man. (laughs) Especially like once he gets his face all wrapped up, because then I get to fulfill my thing of like, I still love you. (laughs) Though I will say the moment at the beginning of the movie that like gets me the hardest, that breaks Mm. my heart is when Mm. he's on the train going to. I know. And the little girl looking at him. And the little girl is looking at him. And he like 
addresses it. He wants it to be fine. He wants it to be okay. Yeah. She laughs. She gets he gets through to her, but she's still like looking at him. It's yeah. like that is such a. I know, at least speaking for myself as a mm. disabled woman, that moment is like mm. real. Like it hits. Yeah, it hits the yeah. cervix. oh the part that like got me right in the guts is when the mom is like don't stare and his face falls and i was like yeah yeah no it's like that whole like that's a movie in itself that whole scene yeah Uh, so it kind of gets me right from the start oh sure Uh, right up in that cervix right up in in those guts you know the the female soul All doctors can tell you the female soul is located in the cervix. <laughs> this is like a medieval like manual yeah, <laughs> for <exactly>. doctors. Oh <laughs> my god! Hysterica. <laughs> a hysterical woman must be touched in her soul, aka the cervix. <laughs> oh god, this this sounds a lot. And the mind oh. is in her uterus. <laughs> yes, of course. This sounds like the science of women in uh, cat people. This is this is how uh, they talk about. Exactly. This is how they talk about this woman. Take your wife to the to the head shrinker get her service yeah. checked out make sure she's yeah. you know you must massage her soul so she won't turn into a jungle cat <laughs> we're in america and in america we deal with problems with reason <laughs> maybe in your old country you turned into a cat <laughs> in america <laughs> we don't know about these balkans <laughs> Oh, uh, this has been amazing. So I think we should, Michael. We should. We say, should get to our our favorite game. Yeah, we should. We should get to fuck, Mary kill uh, immediately. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. This is this is like this is history's most fun game. Um, Truly, fuck you, Boggle. This is. Yeah, I love Boggle too. Um. <laughs> all right. I, I. All right. Uh, fuck, Mary kill, Matthew Modine. Yeah. From Birdie, uh-huh. Janet McLaughlin, the lovely te- gym teacher from The Boy Who Could Fly, uh-huh. and Teresa Harris, the only black woman in Cat People. Um, uh-huh. Buck Mary Kill. This is going to be a good one. <laughs> should I start? You should absolutely start. Sure. T- thank you for taking the initiative. Yeah. Bring. Um, I'd. Uh... I'd fuck the woman from Cat People. Because <laughs> she's choice. beautiful. Because, like, she is gorgeous. Yeah. Like, you yeah. can see right away. She's like, stunning. Oh, man, holy moly. Her teeth are beautiful. Her teeth um, are gorgeous. Like, she has a Good beautiful choppers. smile. Beautiful smile. That's actually the the one physical <gasps> thing I can... Re- like, if you've got a, a hot smile, I'm done. Yeah. Um, if you're a frowner, get out of town. <laughs> get out of town or frowner. Yeah, turn it upside we, down or get out of town yeah, sorry we're, we're not gonna work out uh, <laughs> not me uh, uh baby <laughs> um uh, you better smile I, for me <laughs> yeah yeah exactly I like that you like felt your head as you did that too <laughs> mm, a little bit. Mm, yeah well the woman a woman's sexual drive is located in her hair uh, touch her hair, mas- her hair. Soul. soul is in the cervix and brain is in the uterus her brain is in the uterus uh this one's tough it is tough it is tough between Mary and kill, marriage and, and killing someone <laughs> uh, is rough. Um, 
how about how about uh <laughs> like here's the thing on the surface i want to i want like the caring gym teacher to marry to marry her because mm-hmm. again i'm disabled i have a lot of traumatic memories <laughs> with gym teachers right um who were like cruel and the thought of a, a gym teacher who is kind is mm. instantly um so so <laughs> sexually <laughs> and like it's just like it gets it gets me right in the it gets me right in the uterus uh, you teach it, but you nice yeah oh, hell yeah yeah um and like you want the outsider to not feel completely oh wow that's that carrie but, gym teacher love yeah but i also don't know anything about her <laughs> you don't want to marry a stranger Ew. You know she really... likes the tracksuit. Yeah, I mean it's a great, it's a great tracksuit. Um, I don't know. I have to kill her. Yeah, you don't know, I don't her. know her. You don't know her. I don't know her. <laughs> and I'd rather and will probably eventually marry a man who is impossible to reach emotionally, <laughs> <laughs> who will repeatedly disappoint me and. Uh, we'll Jiggle live, your boob a little. <laughs> yeah, we'll live a parallel life to mine that never intersects, but gazes longingly at one another. Um, you know, I could go on for days about that, but that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Got the whole scenario right here. <laughs> that's that's marriage to me. <laughs> oh, beautiful. That's good. That's good. Oh. What do you got, Shelly? This is hard. Mm. This is really tough. Because also, hmm, I can't stand the idea of not making the one white guy the one I kill. I know. Hey, we're not, think- we're not, we're not, uh, look, this is, this but is, no, this isn't just dome. any white guy. This is Birdie. This is, this, <laughs> this is, is Birdie. <laughs> I'm Look, thinking. I knew that was a I knew that was a trick question, so I decided to subvert <laughs> the shit out of it. Uh, I'm no. thinking, okay. Hmm. You know what? I mean this earnestly. I would marry the gym teacher. She seems solid. And the person you marry, you're gonna have to fuck for the rest of your life, and you know she's athletic. So I think it'd be good. I will fuck the lady from Cat People, because she's a real smoke show. Mm-hmm. And then honestly, I'd have to kill Birdie because I think that it would be sort of, I think he would like it. <laughs> what the Especially fuck? Especially if he could like, that's real like, fucked up, Jelly. <laughs> wow. Like, <laughs> if I like pushed him off a roof and I was like, you're flying, Birdie. That's fucked up. I feel that's like he'd be up. into it. <laughs> that's fucked up. Fucked up. Fucked up. Fucked up, Jelly. Wow. Holy shit. <laughs> That's fucked up. Listen, I get it. I get it. I get it. In life, sometimes in life, sometimes we have to marry the person who seems nice. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. She seems nice. She seems good. (laughs) She's good with those kids. (laughs) We had a baby, it'd be fine. Also, when I play Fuck Mary Kill, I don't (laughs) choose marriage thinking that I'll ever have sex with them. Yeah, yeah, same, same, same. I I was like, I always choose, I'm like, who could I have sex with long term? It's ridiculous. I know that's ridiculous, but that's sort of my logic. 
I think that's how most people think, but I think yeah. of it in terms of like short-term fucking and long-term fucking. I'm like, gym teacher probably isn't like the most exciting for a one-night stand, but she's probably solid. Yeah. You know? You have like once a week, we'll get it in. <laughs> yeah, I guess this is assumptions I can make based on the three lines she's got. <laughs> okay, so my fuck, marry, kill takes place in the same universe as your fuck, marry, kills. <laughs> Um, and fences. So, so this is and fences and and Rocky. <laughs> so that this is these are the things that I'm considering with okay with the fuck right. Mary kill mm-hmm. like uh so as Shelly pushes down Matthew Modine uh <laughs> like I'm thinking all right do I catch this man and make him the love of my life um yeah but knowing what I know. Mm-hmm. about how he's gonna paw at my fucking tits i was like don't you dare fucking don't you dare fucking uh you know get nah bro this is not how this is gonna go i think i gotta fucking i'm the person that kills I, i'm the person that kills birdie and it sucks it sucks um well technically you are not choosing to kill him you're choosing not to save him oh yeah, yeah cool. so shelly killed him and i just <laughs> stood out hey, are just, you gonna <laughs> I'm using. Are you gonna turn me into the police? <laughs> it's murder by omission. It's murder by omission. Yeah. Oh, that, that tracks. That reads. That tracks. Yeah, this I'm... is like a kidney Genovese thing. Oh god. <laughs> god, this is fucked. Um, but I'm glad. I'm glad I don't have to kill any of these either of these women. Um, yeah, the blood's yeah. on my hands, Michael. It's not your fault. <laughs> knowing knowing the the time travel that's involved for me to interact with either of these women is just like oh god. So yeah. I think Teresa Harris, I would have the most entertaining marriage with. Um, mm-hmm. I'm getting in a time machine. I'm like, hey, do you want to get married? Do you want to have, you know, what do you want out of life? And I'll help you get that. Um, and she's going to be like, baby, I already got it. Look at my fucking, look at my fucking resume, buddy. And I'll be like, oh, man, this is fucking hot. This is so hot. You are working so much. God, we're not going to have a lot which of. Is the, which is the real message of cat people is yeah. that. Work yeah. is the most important thing. <laughs> Work is the most important thing. She's getting paid. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm marrying her. And then mm. Janet, Janet McLaughlin, she was never going to marry me. And I would have tried first. Three, like, Because well, she's for sure a lesbian, right? Uh, yeah. In this movie. In I, this movie. I, in this movie. Yes. I guess every gym teacher in the 80s is gay. <laughs> uh, she's got that suit. And, like, she's just got a vibe, you know? I don't I, know. I, I think it could go... Anyway, but <laughs> I I think for the purposes of this fuck Mary kill, mm-hmm. um, I think we're gonna have one fun time, and she's gonna be like, "Hey, this isn't serious," and I'm gonna be <laughs> heartbroken. Crest, it's yeah. gonna fuck me up for weeks. Actually, now I'm sure I'm gay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're going in. So you're going into this fuck, <laughs> intending for a Mary and settling for the fuck. Yeah, mm. like uh, how I live my life. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's like uh, I you think I'm just playing games? She's gonna be like, yeah, you're a little, you're a little, you're a little toy, and I'm gonna be like, God, Janet, that's such a fucked up thing to say about somebody you just met. I thought we were having yeah. a nice conversation. I was in, I wanted to visit town mm. to see the boy who could fly, <laughs> and I thought we were having like a nice thing with the only. Two black people in town. She's like, "Why is that a thing? Why is that a thing? Why do I? Or are you saying like, I, like?" And then I'm gonna feel kind of embarrassed because I said just mm. put my foot in my mouth, and I'm like, "Look, 
I have a wife. Her name is Teresa Harris. Like, I'm not trying to put impose any of my shit on you. But by that time, I'll already have killed the mood. So. And then she'll be like, go to the corner and play ball with the autistic kid. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'll say, absolutely. Absolutely. Like. <laughs> well, Ashley, this has been a fucking delight. Oh, my God. Oh, I've been having. Uh, this has been so nice. <laughs> this has been lovely. Do you have anything that you'd like to plug for us? Your social no. media, upcoming stuff? You, not even your your Instagram, your Twitter. I mean, you can follow me on Instagram or Twitter. Um, but, or you don't. Hey, don't look. Okay. They, here's how... you, they need to see that uh, spider in the wheelchair. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, need to, I need to take. I, I'm going to. Uh, look. Ashley <laughs> is my friend. And she's got great stuff on Clickhole, Reductress, okay? What is Widget? What is Widget? Oh, Widget's um, a literary uh, magazine. It's brand new. What? Yeah. Nice. They're cool. They do a theme every month for their, um, like, for their journal. And, like, the theme my month was, like, mythology or, like, fairy tales and stuff what the fuck you're gonna um, leave us fucking hanging you're gonna leave the hell leave me yeah over. it's really cool it's really cool and a lot of comedians have been writing for widget um so yeah i will plug them i will plug the shit out of them fucking which i'm so oh, glad i asked yeah. that i asked that yeah. question <laughs> god and you can follow her on twitter excellent fancy and the two l's are actually an 11 yeah. Ooh. Okay. There's nothing behind that other than excellent fancy was taken, which really bummed me out. <laughs> Rude. Yeah. And you can find her on Instagram, Petite Elanite. Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah, you did. Good. That's my That's Hebrew beautiful. name. Good. That's what my rabbi called me, which is annoying. Uh, I'm <laughs> short. <laughs> I'm little. You're Petite Elanite. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Rabbi. Yeah, fuck you, Rabbi fuck, Goldberg. Fuck you. I'm big ash, buddy. Yeah, I'm big <laughs> ash. <laughs> and you can follow us at Everyone is Hot at Everyone is Hot Pod. That's with the number one, not O and E. Everyone yeah. is Hot Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And also, if you go onto apple podcast give us five stars and leave us a review with your stealth sex symbol we'll read it on the podcast or who knows you might get a kiss in a couple of months you know <gasps> oh if you get vaccinated we'll come over and give you a sweet little kiss on the lips i'm not gonna give you a sweet little kiss Ooh. yeah it'll be a kiss i'm gonna give you a little kiss like the horse girl got <laughs> i'm not gonna kiss you i'm not gonna kiss you i'm just gonna fuck you <laughs> So next week, instead of fuck, Mary kill, we're going to be doing a hard kiss, soft kiss, fuck. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, well, Ashley, thank you so much thank for coming so much. on. No, thank you. Thank you. This and was a blast. Thanks. And Michael, oh, it's a pleasure as well. It, it's, it's great to do business with you, Shelly. Uh, <laughs> my associate, Michael, it is say, such a pleasure. My, my lovely acquaintance, um, <laughs> Shelly. All right, everybody out there, stay horny. Stay, stay, stay horny. <laughs>
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.